0: Link.
1: And I'm Charles Lee,
0: and you're listening to the Grok Science
1: Show. That's right. It's a weekly look at the world of science, technology, and the effects on our daily lives. Coming up on today's program, Elka Schultz will join us to discuss Anxiety Warrior. So
0: stay tuned for all of this,
1: plus the Grokatron 5000,
0: and our world famous question of the week.
1: Coming right up here on the Grok's Science Show. Science show. Well, how do we actually deal with anxiety? Joining us today to discuss this issue is Ms. Elka Schultz. Ms. Schultz is a registered psychotherapist and an internationally certified EMDR therapist. She's the well-known author of the third edition, Loving Your Life. She has penned the new book, Anxiety Warrior. And she joins us today to discuss this very important issue for a general audience. And Ms. Schultz, thank you so much for joining us today on The Grok Science Show.
2: Well, thank you. I'm happy to be here, Charles.
1: Well, it is certainly our pleasure to an issue that understanding and dealing with anxiety. And I'm curious why you decided to put this book together.
2: Well, because I manage my own anxiety. And it used to be crippling and quite debilitating. And it got me on a path of discovering how to manage it. And then, of course, when I opened my private practice... I also conferred with clients, and I thought, you know, I kept feeling like I was repeating myself, and so I started reaching out locally to local churches, schools, the hospital, health fairs, and I started doing public speaking, which was not on my bucket list, (laughs) and I just felt that it didn't have to be so complicated. I know a lot of people struggle with it. And I'm a very practical person, and I think have come up with some very accessible strategies.
1: They must certainly be effective to go to be a public speaker. (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah, well, it's passion that uh, because again, you know, I have so many people come into my practice and struggling with anxiety, and of course, I was working at it myself, and we came up with a list of eleven different layers of where anxiety comes from, and and that's what made it so mystifying, I think, because sometimes we think it's what's on our plate. We think, okay, if we're moving or maybe a new job or waiting for a diagnosis, sure, that, that makes sense that it would create some anxiety or stress. But what happened was there were things like substances, just as simple as water, not having enough water, uh, the brain can create anxiety-like symptoms in the body. So, yeah, and then physical, fat, physicality, overstimulation, social and cultural beliefs, and then self-doubt, being highly sensitive, having memories and traumas. Not everybody has those. However, it started to give us a list of what we could do and look at and certainly manage and change.
1: Starting a checklist to figure out what are the things that trigger their own anxiety?
2: Yeah, and anxiety is part of our humanness. If we don't experience anxiety per se, uh, we may experience as a stress. So people have asked me, you know, is there a difference between stress or anxiety? Not really. It's just how our body relays those symptoms. And anxiety tends to be an anticipatory stress. And yes, understanding it for sure, because if you can understand it, that is the first step to the checklist. So, awareness. And practice are the two main words that, if you get out of this talk, is practice and awareness, for sure.
1: People might realize that they are anxious, but not understanding how it affects them. Maybe part of that is just becoming aware of your own reactions to anxiety.
2: Absolutely. And, and awareness is a big part of this. And the more aware you are, like it makes sense if you're not aware and you're just feeling constantly stressed. Well, then how can you make changes? How can you manage it? So the more that you're aware of it and sensations can be so different. People feel it in different ways. We have the typical butterflies in the stomach feeling or shaking. However, there's so many other different ways that it shows up. It may show up as hives, it may show up as just tension or, or stomach ache, perhaps headaches, perhaps it's IBS or insomnia or locked jaw. Like there's so many different ways. Some people even have chest pains. So those are physical things, but cognitively, it could be a lack of uh, concentration or perhaps memory problems. Anxiety can even, if we can feel almost like we're blanking out. That that can be from anxiety. So it's understanding too. And uh, Or are you skipping meals? Are you nail biting? Are you uh, obsessive compulsive? I mean, there's those kinds of things too. So it shows up in different ways. So what I've done in the book is... I've defined the terms anxiety, worry, and fear, and then I've listed, you know, the different places that it can come from, and then different types of anxiety, and that's only in the first 23, 28 pages, so the rest of the book is really strategies, and that's kind of what I'm about, is once we understand it, is let's get some strategies going, and let's lower that stress level.
1: What are some of those strategies and do you find that some are more effective for some types of causes of anxiety?
2: Absolutely. And we're like each body is different. So one of the things I do with my clients, and this may sound strange for when you're going to a psychotherapist is, you know, I ask them, how are they sleeping? And usually not very well. And then the other question I ask them is, what are they eating? What are they putting in their body? And they're kind of looking at me and and going, what? (laughs) What? What has this got to do with my mental health? And it's got so much to do with our mental health. So I had mentioned water earlier, and a lot of us sweat in the night. So one of the things I ask my clients is, do you wake up with anxiety? And if they do, I just say, you know, have about a quarter cup of water. Like, you don't need a lot. And if that's the cause, because what happens is when we dehydrate, our brain sends signals to the body that feel like anxiety, So if it's the dehydration, having that little bit of water will actually calm that down and it'll go away within minutes. And I've had clients where I've suggested that and it just depends on when anxiety shows up. If it doesn't show up, you know, first thing in the morning, obviously, then maybe it's another cause. So, And then because anxiety comes from different places, sometimes it's layered. So what we try to do is make that less. So it may not take the anxiety away totally. However, it may lower the intensity. So yeah, definitely looking at substances. And then of course, we have the tradition, I call the traditional ones, you know, caffeine, sugar, alcohol, all those things deplete the body of water. So we want to make sure we're compensating and putting that back in. Now, some people, it doesn't affect them. So it's really knowing your body. And also know your limits. And know I know if I have three major things going on, I'm really riding the edge of the wave there. (laughs) So then I want to support myself. And again, I come back to substances. So something like calcium and magnesium, those super minerals for your nervous system. And your nervous system needs those. And they're so easy. To get, it's not even an expensive supplement, makes such a difference in helping us calm down. And so a lot of my clients, they might be short in their magnesium and calcium and also their just vitamin B. And if you have access to those things, it just makes such a difference in lowering that anxiety intensity. And then some anxiety isn't so bad. Like right now, I'm not a calm. I don't want to be. I'm excited to be here. Is it actually anxiety? Not really. However, I'm ele- I'm elevated somewhat, if you know what I mean.
1: Dealing with all your clients, what are some of the, the biggest challenges or biggest issues that people have in terms of implementing some of the strategies for dealing with their own anxiety?
2: That's an interesting question. A lot of clients will, because they're already coming, they're very willing to implement the strategies. And a lot of these strategies are pretty simple they're willing to try it. Some have a bit of a block, so then we've got to figure out what's going on there, what's stopping them from implementing some of them. Because first we really have to look at what we're putting in our bodies and it really does affect us. And it's just like a car. We're not putting in proper fuel, we're not going to run very well. However, so many people we put in things in our bodies and we think that that somehow our body digests this and not going to affect us. And it does. Everything we put in our mouth will affect us. So using analogies like that and kind of educating people, I guess. And then the the proof's in the pudding. And when people come back and they just kind of go, wow, you know what? Uh, my anxiety is lowered. Like we use a scale from zero to ten. So zero is calm. Ten is I can't put a thought together. And some of these strategies, I mean, I've had people lower their strategies, but just by understanding their anxiety, you know, bringing it down a couple notches. And if we can do that, it gives you hope, and that really helps clients to take the next steps.
1: Are there any strategies for, you know, those times when the anxiety overcomes you and takes over?
2: Yeah, and that's a great question, Charles, because... (laughs) I'll tell you, when we're up uh, a seven, eight, nine or ten, the last thing we want to do is breathe. And I think that's one of the kind of typical, you know, people say take three breaths and honestly I'd rather put my fist through a wall. So what I tell clients is when we have that kind of elevated energy and when it hits us like right and we, we get it and it feels terrible and in whatever way we, we express that, one of the things to do is be physical. So do something physical, whether it's go for a walk. And if you can't walk, rake leaves or do some housework. Do something to expel some of that energy because when you have that type of energy, it, it it's almost like you've got to meet it in a way and bring that energy down. And then once you bring it down a little bit, that's when you can start using those breathing strategies. Another strategy is to use your five senses, and that's a really great strategies just start going through you know looking around the room identifying things you see and going through each of your senses listening to sounds what is it that you're hearing right now and and you just need to name three things and then what is it that you're tasting or maybe you can have a drink and have taste or have a bite of an apple and really go through your senses so touch as well and then of course smell and what I've noticed when clients have done that, and I've taught them that, their anxiety goes down perhaps even half a level or even two or three levels. It depends on the person. And then we can do some more deeper breathing and bring it down even lower.
1: Well, a lot of good advice here. Maybe to close, what recommendations would you have for people beginning to deal with their own anxiety and people taking a look at the book? What would you like them to take home from reading it?
2: Well, two words again is self-awareness. And then when I say practice is look at the strategies and practice. Know that, you know, we may not get it down pat. It's not always like a light switch, that it takes a little bit of practice. Be patient with yourself. And one of the things is if they want more strategies, anxietywarrior.ca, the website, we've created a special website just for that. It's all free. People don't need to sign up. They can just access what they need, whether it's a podcast, whether it's a YouTube. The book links are all there as hardcover or ebook or audio. The takeaway would be self awareness, so slowing down, and then practice.
1: We were just talking with Ms. Elka Scholz, the new book, Anxiety Warrior. Ms. Scholz, thank you so much for joining us today on the Grok Science Show.
2: Awesome, Charles. Thank you so much. Thank you for doing the work that you're doing.
0: And that's all for this week's edition of the Grok Science Show. Make
1: sure you tune in next week for more from the world of science and technology.
0: If you'd like to contact us here, you can email us at science at groks.net. For Grok Science, I'm Frank Ling.
1: And I'm Charles Lee. Make sure you also see us on the web at www.groks.net. Have a great afternoon and keep on grokking.